This is Dale Buckter's Financial Clinic. Securities are offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Dale Buckner, Inc. is a registered investment advisory firm. Dale Buckner, Inc. and United Planners are not affiliated. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Eric Berry, and we've been talking about auto coverage. And I'm going to tell you, not everybody drives a car. Some people drive trucks, and not everybody drives cars and trucks, and some people drive motorcycles. <laughs> and so you, you kind of got it. And then I have some people that literally drive antique cars. Right. Well, how does sort of, you can just kind of do your little uh, conversation right now. How does the, all of that different uh, thing fall into place? where you've got an old car, you've got a new car, you've got a this or that. How does that work with your coverages? Well, you know, all of those different mediums of transportation are going to have different kinds of coverage. You're going to have your, your standard auto, your daily drivers, that kind of thing are probably going to be under your auto policy. Motorcycle is going to have its own policy. An antique car. Now, that's an interesting, that's an interesting thing. You can have an antique car on your auto policy. The reason I probably wouldn't do that is that antique car on your auto policy is only going to be covered for its actual cash value. So if you've got a 1965 Corvette and it's on your standard auto policy and you total it, you're probably going to get about $2,000, right? If you have full coverage on it. That would be throwing up. But yes. Now that same Corvette, it's, it's worth more than $2,000 because you put a new engine in it. It's got this sleek paint job. You've got the white wall tires. It's a convert, all these different things. And so we actually work with, uh, with the, the number one antique um, insurance agency in the U.S., Haggerty. And, and with a policy like this for an antique or a specialized type of vehicle, you can actually basically list your price. You can say, this car is worth $30,000. I want to insure it for $30,000. That way, if something were to happen, you get the, the true value out of it, not just this old actual cash value. Do you, you have any riders on there that might give you an upgrade if you have a totaled car? An upgrade. Yeah. So, so we have something, especially with, uh, with new vehicles. Um, if you have purchased a vehicle from an, uh, from a dealership within the last calendar year, you've purchased it new. Um, we have a, an auto extended coverage endorsement that everybody knows as soon as you drive a car off the lot, what happens? It's the value. Yeah. The value goes down. The value goes down. And so if you total that car within the first year, maybe you paid $60,000 for that vehicle. And as soon as you drive it off the lot, it's only worth about $50,000 on the private market. Well, this extended coverage would actually get you a replacement at the similar cost to buy it new. That's one thing. We have a lot of people who put um, upgraded features, like maybe, especially around here, these huge cattle guard bumpers. Or we have a lot of people that have specialized motors. You know, they put in a $10,000 large block motor or something like that. Well, there's, there are other endorsements for that as well. But we, we try to ask those questions to make sure that we get everything covered. Uh, but if you've got a special vehicle like that, talk to your agent about it. Give me a buzz. Um, if I'm not your agent, I'd still be happy to help you. But there are lots of different coverages and you want to be sure that you're talking to somebody that you trust, somebody who's been in the business long enough to know the difference between is this, is this antique vehicle going to be reimbursed at its full value? Yeah. Well, you, you kind of brought up a real sore spot for a lot of folks. And that is 
they may be driving a car that is um, just has a dent on the front to them. <laughs> All right, you've heard this. Eric, I barely hit the guy. And now you're telling me my car is total. What in the world is wrong with you? My car is not total. I could, I, I had another 100,000 miles that I could drive on that. It's only got 150,000 miles on it. <laughs> Just and breaking it in. 14 years old. <laughs> Why in the world are you totaling my car? Okay, just kind of kind of set up this whole series of what happens if you have your car totaled. Yeah, I mean, obviously, what you want to do is you want to you want to call your insurance agent. Uh, an adjuster will be in in touch with you if something like that were to happen. Um, whether the whether or not the car is totaled, um, you know, your agent, whomever that might be, isn't going to be the one to decide that. It's going to be the adjuster in the company. Um, something that most people don't know, you can have a small wreck, like you know, a little a little ding in your front bumper. Um, it may not cause any. Uh, it it may not be a need to uh, to total the car. But if any airbags are deployed, very often that that alone will total a vehicle just because of the cost to to fix that. It's it's cost more to fix it than it does to um, to just total it out. So um, best thing that you can do is just give us a call. We'll have an appraiser come out and look at it. If someone would like to discuss uh, their possibility of maybe having you represent them on their auto coverage, how would they get in touch? Best ways to give us a call, 806-356-9491. And if you'd like to visit with a certified financial planner professional about retirement planning or estate planning or, or tax planning, or I'm even licensed for property and casualty, I don't do it, but I can certainly talk to you about it. Give me a call at 806-358-7977. 1-800-299-PLAN or email me at dale at dalebuckner.com. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Eric Berry and I haven't brought up the four-letter word yet and the, the four-letter word is hail. Hail. Okay, that's hail. better than the other four-letter words hail. I was thinking. <laughs> I'm telling you. So how often are you getting a call now that uh, I think I was in that hailstorm that happened blank, 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 or, mm -hmm. or not lately we haven't had a hailstorm. Yeah. But real quick, we're going to get into spring and the possibility of hail happens mm -hmm. and it can, you can total a car pretty quick with hail. Yeah, yeah. Hail, hail is a big peril in this part of the world. Um, you know, our agency can write anywhere within the state of Texas. And I can tell you pound for pound, there are more hail resistant roads and there are more hail claims uh, in Amarillo and Lubbock in this panhandle slash West Texas region than really anywhere in the rest of the state. It's a it's a pretty big deal. Um but fortunately, if you have homeowner's insurance uh, through us or you have auto insurance, those kinds of, are, of damages are, are covered. I kind of, why don't you get a hail resistant truck or car? Yeah, I've, well, you know, the, the cyber truck should be hail resistant, right? If, it, if it's supposed to withstand nine millimeter <laughs> fire, I mean, I would think I'll of that. I figure that one out. I wonder if you could get a discount on your auto coverage. 
Well, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. They're not out yet, but I'm, I'm interested to see that myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of view this, uh, are electric cars covered the same way as regular cars? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the difference between electric cars and, and ICE vehicles, as they say, internal combustion engines, um, for the most part, they, they operate the same way. There are a lot less moving parts in an electric vehicle, but in terms of insurance, there's, there's not really any difference. Yeah, I, I'm going to uh, not get into the politically incorrect, say, that our traditional ICE internal combustion engine cars are going to be replaced and we're all are going to be driving electric vehicles. But I, I do say, I believe there are going to be a whole lot more electric vehicles on the road coming up and before. I've heard that they are more stable because the battery is lower to the ground. Well, that's specifically in the Tesla vehicles. That's true. You know, the way that they've built that vehicle, um, the center of gravity is, is at the very center, lowest part of those vehicles. And so whenever they roll nine times out of 10, they're landing back on their on their wheels. Um, I, I don't remember what the numbers are specifically, but I think a, a standard vehicle, the vehicle you have in your garage has something like, I'm just throwing these numbers out, 30,000 moving parts. And electric vehicles have something like 1,000. There are a lot less moving parts, which means there's a lot less that can go wrong. I know my dad, whenever he bought a car, he wanted the old windows that you rolled down and not the electric switch, because that was one more thing to go wrong with it, the electric switch. So that's kind of the idea with electric vehicles. Um, You know, there's less that can go wrong. And so that's that's one big draw. But uh, I think you're right, Dale. You know, uh, there's really no doubt that there will be more because a lot of these automakers have committed to by 2035, 2050, and even some countries overseas have said, we will no longer permit the building of these internal combustion engines up to a certain date, um, you know, for a green cause. Um, But GM, uh, there there are a lot of companies that have committed to being an all green company by whatever year. I, I kind of come in with the uh, the proposition that I think we're going to have a whole lot more electric cars. Right. Um, I as I come back in here, um, is there an electric motorcycle? There are electric motorcycles. Yeah, there's a company called Zero. Zero has an electric motorcycle. Um, Harley Davidson has something called the Live Wire which is a fully electric uh, motorcycle. Um, I recently, matter of fact, maybe two days ago, saw an interview with Elon Musk. He's the, you know, the CEO of Tesla. Um, and somebody asked him if Tesla was going to create motorcycles. And he said, no, which was a surprise. I thought he'd say yes, but he used to ride motorcycles back in the day and he realizes how dangerous they are. And he just doesn't want to put people in harm's way. And so they, they do have a quad, meaning like a four, a four wheeler style uh, ATV that, um, that they debuted whenever the Cybertruck was announced. So I think they're going to do an ATV, but as far as what Elon said a couple of days ago, there is no electric motorcycle from Tesla. I've had a couple of uh, my clients that have purchased remarkably expensive motorcycles. Mm-hmm. As I kind of come back in here, a couple of those motorcycles can cost as much or more than a car. It's not hard to do, no. Not hard to do. And uh, now uh, let's go ahead and 
one more time, if someone would like to discuss motorcycle coverage, auto coverage with Eric Berry, how would they get in touch? Easiest way is to give us a call, 806-356-9491. I will say about motorcycle coverage, uh, it's I think it's a great idea to get motorcycle coverage from somebody who understands it because they own a motorcycle and ride it themselves. I can tell you, I look at motorcycle coverage a lot differently than somebody who hasn't ever ridden or doesn't have one because they are built differently. And you want to talk to an expert on something like that, 806-356-9491. If you'd like to visit with a certified financial planner professional about retirement planning, estate planning, tax planning, give us a call, 806-358-7977 or 1-800-299-PLAN. Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, and we're talking about auto coverage. And I, I you know, I, I want to throw in the motorcycle here. And then I'm going to tell you that I got a couple of people that spent a million dollars on a boat. Right. And they, I mean, they ought to live on the boat. <laughs> their, their boat's worth more than their house. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding you. He's one of my best. I hope he listens to this program. A really great friend. I've known him for a long time, but literally has a very valuable boat. So uh, boats have equally as big a hazards. I mean, we could talk about airplane coverage too, but that's a whole other. Yeah, that's a whole different, yeah. Boats have equally, a lot of times folks will bundle their boat coverage with there are other coverages. Liabilities on boats are pretty big. Hail damage on boats are pretty big. So kind of tell me a little bit about how uh, how my friend with a million dollar boat is going to do. Well, you know, there's there there are differences in the details, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, there's a liability whether you're driving a car or a truck or a motorcycle, an off-road vehicle. I've got a great story about riding. I've got a, a um, a ranger that I was driving on some trails and there was a go-kart coming twice as fast as I was in my direction. We could have easily had a wreck and a lot of people don't insure those vehicles and you really need to, uh, but boats, especially, um, because if you fall out of a boat and you're knocked unconscious, uh, you're, you're in more trouble than if you're on a motorcycle and you just, you know, you're on the side of the road unconscious because you can't breathe through water. Um, so, yeah, every boat should uh, should have some kind of coverage. And it's not just for liability. It's also for, I mean, if you've got a million dollar boat and something happens to it, well, obviously you want that boat to be covered. So, <laughs> so you're going to want to get coverage for that. I mean, have you ever heard that some of those boats are actually on places that can have hurricanes? Yeah. I mean, it your boat's just fine, but uh, it's underneath somebody else's boat. Yeah. Well, my uh, my uncle, he had a he had a boat at LBJ and they got a bad storm two, three years ago. And his I mean, he, next time he went out there, it was gone. It was completely underwater. Um, but fortunately, he had coverage for it. Um, I've never insured a million dollar boat. I don't know what that would look like. I think the most expensive boat I insure is a, it's a, it's a 32 foot tritune um, at, at almost a quarter million dollars. Um, and, you know, there are different things, different cool. ratings. If you if you have a big million dollar boat, you can probably live in it, right? It probably has a living quarters, and you know if you're living in it versus using it just for pleasure, there are lots of things that go into the the rating for the premium on those. Yeah, I've been to Costa Rica, 
and million dollar boats are everywhere. Mm -hmm. $60 million boats are there. So, I mean, I need new friends. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you need to get to Costa Rica with me sometime where I we can actually, I can show you a few of those boats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. And now we don't call them boats. We call them yachts. Yachts, yeah. Yeah. So it's, there are some remarkable watercraft out there that, that could be something that you'd want to look into if yeah not. of course well and, and most of what we insure most of what we insure around here they're they're limited to inland you know inland use they're not they're not out on the ocean there's a whole different kind of coverage for those kinds of boats but you know we have people at Greenbelt and Ute and Meredith and you know down towards Lubbock and um, it's typically for a pleasure you know, a pleasure vehicle, a pleasure boat that you're out on the summer, or you're skiing or fishing. So um, our boat policies are, are incredibly affordable, but definitely necessary because a lot can happen. A lot well, can happen. We've got about two minutes before we have one of those hard breaks where we just have to stop. I kind of wanted to, to give you a chance to kind of either ask me some questions or to, to talk about the time is of the essence, get out there and get your quotes in and how did what, well? It's 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 not to approach it if you're talking to a, especially a young person getting their first policy, things like that. Well, here's here's my response to that. It doesn't matter if you're a college student or if you're the most uh, wealthy doctor uh, in the in in the United States. If you cause damage, you're responsible for the same amount of money, whether it's an auto accident, motorcycle accident, or maybe it's your property damage. Um, you're you're never too young or too old to have the right kind of coverage. So even college students, you need a certain amount of coverage because you can cause an injury or a death on the road just as easily as somebody who might make a hundred million dollars a year does. It doesn't matter. The coverage is important for everybody. I've kind of thought that it, it, we would counsel our children to get their own policy as soon as they could, really rather than staying on our policy. Mm -hmm. There is a certain wisdom to that until they reach about 25. Is that about right? Yeah, tw at 25, um, most young adults, uh, their, their rating changes, and it usually drops at the age of 25. What we do at our agency is uh, you can be you can start as a young driver on your parents' policy. Uh, you can stay with them for however long you want, and then we can roll you off onto your own policy, and that's probably going to be the best rate that we can give you. Let's go ahead and give your numbers one more time. If somebody would like to get a quote on your on auto coverage, how would they get in touch? With any coverage, feel free to give us a buzz, 806-356-9491, or come by the office. We're at 5190 Lexington Square on Sancy between Hillside and 45th. If you'd like to visit with a certified financial planner professional, give us a call at 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN.